Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Michael McDonald, and I listen to the Yuck Bottle Days. This is Michael McDonald, and I listen to the Yuck Bottle Days. Yes, this is Mr. Burns, and I think the Yuck Pot is excellent. I think that one's good, the Mr. Burns. This is Michael McDonald, and I listen to the Yuck Bottle <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but he's... What he, is going on? This is Michael McDonald, I don't to do the yard fun all day. <laughs> what is... What the fuck? What is that? I've got no idea. No idea. This is Michael McDonald, I don't to do the yard fun all day. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> So this was when you posted on Facebook that you wanted people to send in their own versions of little... Artist um... liners, they're called, Lewis. That's the, the phrase that you're struggling for in the, the darkness of your ignorance. Mm. And so who are these from? Peter Maz- Maserati. Maserati. <laughs> so he's not called Michael McDonald? No, he's not called um, Malcolm McDonald. This is Michael McDonald, and I listen to the Yacht Potato. <laughs> no, it's not him. A fucking weirdo. But <laughs> they were good. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know who Michael McDonald is. Malcolm McDonald. Michael McDonald. Hey! I'm an IT Nevis headband singer, and I like to listen to the Yacht Pod. Yow! Wow. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh, hey. I'm a big fat Italian from New York. When I'm not telling everybody how bad their fucking pizza sucks, I like to listen to the yuck bot, alright? He kind of fancies himself, this guy. He's a bit of a. He does, he's a, a little impressionist, isn't he? He's a bit of a person. He's got ideas. We're going to have to use these, you realise. He's put literally minutes of effort into this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the beginning. And the end of the yog pod. What's that supposed to be? Is that a reference to something? It's called Marrow Gear. M- no, Marrowgar. MP3. So I guess it's a reference to um the thing. First yeah. boss of Ice Crown. Um. Yeah, it's a bit strange, isn't it? It's a bit strange. Uh, okay. <laughs> to the next one. Uh... <laughs> oh fuck! This is. <laughs> Hang on. 
Did you think we had forgotten? Did you think the Yogpod had forgiven? <laughs> what? What? Is that it? Yeah, it must, he was, it must be quoting something. Probably like another fucking World of Warcraft boss. Did you think we had forgotten? Did you think we had forgiven? <laughs> What's that? What is that? I don't get I that. I don't know. I don't know. It's really weird, isn't it? Thank you for that. <laughs> Did people not Thank get the you. brief when you like described what you Jake wanted? Railton. Did you just like say, "Could you please spaz into your microphone"? Is that what you said when you requested yeah, these things? Much. <laughs> okay, I got one, I got one from James Goodman that you've replied to, so you must have heard this one before. Okay, James Goodman. You're li- 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 listening to the Yog Pod Pod Yog Pod. See, that's good. That's good. I like that a lot. <laughs> it's the kind of thing we want, man, that. It's so deadpan. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're listening to the Yog, 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 yog Pod. The Yog Pod. The Yog Pod. The Yog Pod. Robin Rigiani. He's done a few. He's done a few of them. Oh, my God. Welcome, and you are listening to the Yog Pod. Welcome, and you are listening to the Yorkpod. Hi, I'm a really old man, and I like listening to the Yorkpod. Oi, Grandad, what are you doing at that PC? It's my get off it now. He's a really old man. Sounds like he's from Liverpool or something. You know, he sounds like a member of the Beatles. Well, maybe the the only old men that Robin Rigiani knows are all uh, Liverpoolian. Maybe you didn't think of that. Okay, yo sup darkies. So here is my liner inverted commas. That re- it makes me think of Doctor Evil. Here is my liner. Feel free to pay me for my good work. Lost my lame DLL, so it's a wav. I don't. What does that mean? Technical mumbo jumbo and gibberish. I don't know. Oh, is that is that it? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what was that? It's one second long. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking kidding me! Hang on, let's let's listen to this again, just in case you <laughs> you missed it somehow. Oh, listen to your pop. Oh, listen to your pop. Oh, listen to your pop. Well, thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> thanks, Matt Rawcliffe. You've, you've put a lot of effort into that. That was awesome. That must have taken him longer to, like, save than to record. <laughs> Right-click save as took longer than the actual recording. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nick Fuckface sends us this lovely story about the Yogpod challenge that we did ages ago about... The shaking up a can of pop. Right. And he says, Good afternoon, my main man, Lewis. Today, the purpose of this email is to inform you of something that happened recently in my life after hearing Simon challenge my manly authority. 
by saying that if I had the balls to record myself shaking up a soda can really well and having a friend record me... Oh, that's it. He doesn't know how to construct a sentence. <laughs> okay, that's it. Like most bell okay. yeah. Immediately, I rung up a few friends and said, Hey, want to come over to my house and quickly help me with something? Of course they rejected, since most of them do not like me, after I showed them your yogpot. <laughs> anyway, I thought, okay, well this will be terrible, since I have no one to record me, and you will just think I am a nutter. But then I remembered, I have a sister. She is about 14 years old, I am 17. I said, hey, come over here and record this for me, I need it for a science assignment. I guess since she was doing nothing, she accepted and held the camera for me. Right. So she starts recording me, and I say, Hello, I'm Dave, exclamation mark, Yognaut, and I have the balls. I immediately toss the can at a wall in order for it to be a legit test. Hang on, stop, stop, stop. Right? <laughs> Here we go. Hello, I am Dave, exclamation mark, Yognaut, and I have the balls. <laughs> that is now our official phrase. That should be our new... I have the balls. <laughs> <laughs> I am Dave, exclamation mark, Yognaut, and I have the balls. Wow. That's amazing. So he t- he tosses the can of cola, or whatever it is, at the wall in order, in order to shake it up. So he throws it at the wall. I have the balls! Throws it at the wall. Suddenly, the can starts shrieking. Me and my sister quickly look at each other in shock. I begin to make my way towards the can to tap it, in order to continue with the test, I guess. And I hear a loud banging noise from the can. I am scared. I am nervous. I am sweating. And my sister is laughing while recording me watching this can screech and make loud banging noises. I leap towards the can and grab hold of it. The can starts resisting my grasp. I hold on as tightly as I can and annihilate the top of the can. I grab the little handle while the can shakes furiously and screeches at me. Handle? I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. What kind about. of can is this? I've no idea. Handle. And he annihilates the top of the can. This is a nightmare. Anyway, he says, I grab the little handle while the can shakes furiously and screeches at me. And without thinking, I pull the handle. Oh, he means the tab on the top, I guess. Are you ready for this? No. The can explodes. Giant beams of Coca-Cola shoot all over my room. One surges towards my sister and blows a hole in her head, killing her instantly. (laughs) (laughs) My house begins to fall apart. I hear the loudest noise I've ever heard in my life. I slowly turn around to see a rip in the space-time continuum. It is sucking in everything it can. My neighbours, my pets, my house, my sister's corpse, my property, my street, my region, my city, my state, my country, Australia. Uh. And then it overloaded and exploded. All that was left was a small island, me and my computer and video camera. A single tear was running down my eye as I thought about the things I would never do again, the people I would never see again. I then went on my computer and began this email. In conclusion, no, tapping the top of a soda can will not stop it from exploding if it is shaken. It does not work. Do not try it ever, okay? 
Sincerely, a true Australian Yogpod fan. Thanks, Nick. That's Nick Fuckface. Uh, and then he's got a PS. PS, my sister didn't even record what the fuck, stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very nice. It's not a nice thing to say about your dead sister. Jesus. No, you shouldn't, shouldn't do that. That's terrible. Well, we got there in the end, finally reading out this email after many, many months. Can you see why I didn't read that one out before, though? I mean, you are scraping the bottom of the poo barrel, basically. Brilliant. It's delicious, creamy poo. And I'm happy to rub it over my face. I am Dave Yognaught. And (laughs) I I have have the the balls. balls. Oh, God. I mean, that's good, isn't it? Come on. I am Dave Yognaught and I have the balls. (laughs) Okay, I've got some more. There's some more liners. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Francesco Borg <coughs> Bonacci, which is the weirdest fucking... Everyone's got a weird name if they're not English. Yep. I always find that. Isn't that strange how, to me, an English person, non-English names seem weird? You are listening to the Yog Pod. Serial killer in the making. Thank you, Francesco. Oh, goodness, it's terrifying. Francesco, whatever. I think he's Italian with a name like that. Joachim. It's another Joachim. I don't think it's our Joachim, though. It's a different one. You are listening to the... Yogpot! You are listening to the... Yogpot! You are listening to the... Yogpot! I like the way you felt the need to play that three times in a row. Yeah. (laughs) I liked it when it was just one. (laughs) Two okay. I thought it was good. Thank you, Joachim. Yanso. I think it's good. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Casper. This is his... This is his weird email. Casper Lukasen. Possibly is his name. I recorded the phrase, you are listening to the Yogpod normally, then reversed it and taught myself how that sounded. <laughs> okay. Right, okay. That's amazing. So he's, he's, he's learned how to phonetically say, you're listening to the Yogpod, backwards. And then he recorded that and reversed it. So <laughs> he's actually got him saying the right way round. But it's going to sound weird because he actually said it backward and then he recorded it and then reversed it. Okay. Which is just, I don't right, even yeah, know. Yeah. I do not even know. So hang on, we're going to have to listen to this beautiful, beautiful, magnificent shit. You are listening to on. <laughs> oh my fucking god, that is terrifying! That is terrifying. So the first one is him saying it backwards. And this, the one that I just played, is him... Right, yeah, I got that. Yeah. ...reversing him saying it backwards. So, it's like something out of fucking Twin Peaks. Let's listen, listen to that again. Not point, this, 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 this,
I love it. It's brilliant. It's how deaf people talk, isn't it? That makes me feel just a little <laughs> bit weird. So that's Casper. Casper Larkerson. Lurkerson. Well, that's that's Thanks, hilarious. Casper. I love that yeah, one. I wow. love Yeah, I love it. See, it took me literally seconds to do it myself, and you went to all the effort of learning how to say it backwards. <laughs> oh, that is genius. That is absolutely genius. He's, he's from Denmark. Bless him. Someone has to be. It's a brilliant one. It could be me doing it. It's that good. Hang on. It's from Oliver Hallsworth Baines. Who's, uh, I actually remember, he's on Facebook. He's a friend on Facebook. All oh, right, okay. Oliver Hallsworth Baines. It's not a name you forget in a hurry, is it? It's, good, Oliver it's a good Baines. British name. Normal name. Hello! I am Oliver Hallsworth Baines! That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. He's a lord. He lives in, like, a mansion. You are listening to the Org Pod! 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 Beautiful. Thank you, Oliver. Pod, pod. Thank you, Oliver. Pod, pod. Thank you, Oliver. That's good. I like that one. That's very good. Uh, very professionally done, and uh, perfect. Perfect. That's exactly what we wanted. That that fits the job spec. Wow. You know this. Do you see Malcolm McDonald? I don't Or any of this. Uh, it's funny because, I mean, Peter Mazziotti did loads of good liners. He did like eight liners in total. Yet that is the one that we're going to remember. <laughs> yeah, that is the one we're going to remember forever. I'll be singing that on my deathbed. Wow. <laughs> Hello, this is Kinemek, and I listen to the young pod. <laughs> that is just weird. You want to oh. say, this is Kenny Baker, and then what he's famous for? Hello, this is Kenny Baker. I'm famous for being a dwarf, and I listen... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Hello. God, I can't do it now. Hello, this is Kenny Beck, and I'm famous for being the dwarf who was inside of R2-D2 in a Star Wars franchise of movies. And I listen to the Oxpod. <laughs> so what's happened since the last podcast? Um, I think we've actually got a new government for a start. Yeah, we've got a new government, and summer has been and gone in Britain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been all changed. It's a miserable day outside. But it was lovely last week. Um, and I'm sure the sunny weather will come back. It'll be fine. It's so fucking British um, talking about the weather. We could be talking about politics. But it's like, oh no, no. <laughs> yeah, so our, our new Prime oh. Minister is called Dave. Yeah. I think he's like the first Dave to be Prime Minister. Really? kind of cool. Really? I think I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Are you sure about that? They, all of them before have all been called a bit more posh things. Like Clement. <laughs> yeah. And, um. Winston. William. Margaret. 
Edward. Has there ever been a Prime Minister Simon, do you think? Um, no. No, there hasn't, and there never will be. There's a law that was passed. The Queen decided that she didn't like the name Simon. You may have noticed she never named any of her children Simon. Which oh. just goes to prove my case. Nor Lewis, though, either. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe she doesn't like Lewis, either. There's been a lot of Prime Ministers called Robert and William and Edward. And Henry. Spencer. Herbert Henry Asquith. Mm. Stanley Baldwin. Ramsay MacDonald. Neville Chamberlain. There's a lot of Williams. What's going on? Anthony Eden. Edward Heath. Harold Wilson. David Lloyd George. Oh, fuck. Oh, no, really? I didn't, I didn't oh, realise this first time. Oh, David, David Lloyd George. Damn. Shit. I don't think anyone record, referred so this to is him the second. Dave, it's the second, Dave. <laughs> uh, oh, well, we were wrong. You heard it here first. The Yogg's cast, Yogpod even, was wrong about something. It rarely happens. We're often so on the ball and so factually accurate. So do you think David Cameron is a, a yognaut? Or a yognaut? Oh. Even. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think he probably... I'm friends with Nick Clegg on Facebook. Are you? He, uh, he's my <laughs> island paradise neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, What's his island look like? Uh, it's quite boring. It's quite bland and boring and uninteresting. Like him. Looks like the new government. Mm. Oh, I wouldn't go that. Wouldn't have gone that far. He's quite. I knew that was he's quite a nice, charismatic man. There's something of the Blair about him. Well, there we are. There is a little bit, I suppose. Um... I steal his pineapples. You see, what he does is he doesn't actually look after his island very much. He obviously doesn't log on to Island Paradise because he's busy running the country. Um, mm. So I steal his pineapples. Um... <laughs> I think there wasn't going to be anything not not helping out there at all. I like the way he plants pineapples. No. Because they're like a well, long sometimes crop, I you know, um, and come back to them. I restore his withered crop. Oh, that's nice. And then I steal yeah, them. That's nice of you. So, what else is there to talk about um, in the news? The BP oil leak. Oh, yeah. Have you heard about this? Uh, yeah, I have heard about it. It's quite a big fucking deal. <laughs> it's been going on for about... Um, it's kind of funny because now. an awful lot of America um, but... doesn't give a shit about it, and yet it is just going to royally fuck over part of their country, and it's it's like they don't care, they just don't care. It's kind of ironic because like a lot of America doesn't give a shit about the rest of the world unless there's oil there, and now they don't give a shit about part of their own country because there is oil there. I don't understand. There's some bizarre, some bizarreness about the bizarrarity. Well, it it started 40 days ago, and apparently they're now reporting that it's been, like, um, stopped. But the thing is... Unfortunately, most... another four leaks have sprung up on the ocean bed. Have they? But uh, apart from that, it's over. It's it's over. Uh, they just got to clean up, and then, and then it's just done. Just ignore the other cracks in the, in the bottom of the sea. What would you do if you had a bucket of oil... What do you mean if I had a bucket of oil? Would you try and sell it? You got a bucket of oil, right? A bucket of oil. I've, it's your birthday. Right. Just one. Bucket. And I'm like, happy birthday, Lewis! And I hand <laughs> so over a bucket hang of on. oil. We've flown over to wherever this thing's happening, Mississippi River Delta, right? And we've um, 
got our buckets and we've been bucketing out some oil and we've got loads mm. of buckets of oil. Yeah. A big pile of buckets of oil. Yeah. So what do we do with it? What right. do we do with all these buckets that we've got? Well, can we... I guess we can't take them as hand luggage. Um, oh, God, it'd be a bit going. awkward getting them back. I imagine that there's probably a law against carrying, you know... Open buckets of oil. I can't oil. think of it like petrol, but it's not actually <laughs> petrol, is it? Petrol doesn't come out of the fucking ground. No. Uh, Obviously, anyone who's done a bit of science knows that you have to go through this thing called fractional distillation to extract petroleum. So I think it's chemistry now. We've got we've got lots of sort of buckets of black sticky oil, and what are we going to do with it? Well, there's not a lot we can do. I mean, in fact, it's pretty much worthless, you know, because it will cost like it costs like it's so cheap, relatively speaking. A bucket of oil, maybe what's that going to be? A bucket like five liters in a bucket. I mean, I guess when How you think it about it, oil is a bucket of oil. It is pretty cheap because like. Bottled water is more expensive, much, much more expensive than fucking oil. Than petrol, yeah. Actually, it's about the same these days. You may as well just take loads of bottled water back home. <laughs> It'd be easier getting it on the fucking plane, I imagine. Mm, probably. No, actually it won't be. What are you talking about? You can't take bottled water on the plane. Have you ever been to an airport, Simon? Of course you can. It's like can millions you? of bottles of... They not no, you... no, no, because it might be like... It you might be like say... liquid explosive, man. It's a common way of bringing um, oh, right. of explosives onto the plane. Whereas oil, we could just say, no, no, it's um, it's chocolate fondue <laughs> stuff. <laughs> they That's all they it probably is. wouldn't allow that. And then I there. dip my finger into it and I go, mmm. You... <laughs> stick it in my mouth and suck on my <laughs> finger. Mmm, delicious. I give like a cheeky little grin as I do like it. Your finger's just all sticky <laughs> and, oh my god. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. And I get some of my shirt, and I have to like take my shirt off. I'm like, oh God, you'll start. You'll be like a bird covered in oil after a very short period of time. You'll be like rolling around on the ground. I'm like a bird covered in oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, they should make that song. That should be like a, a charity song. So yeah, I don't know. It's difficult. I think it w- if if we did have like a load of buckets of oil, it, it would just be worth about twenty five p per bucket. You know, it wouldn't be worth anything mm. um there was like this graph or chart that i saw about um how expensive different like liquids are oh yeah printer ink is like the most expensive liquid known to man yeah it's more expensive than like pedigree horse semen <laughs> which is like the second most expensive <laughs> pedigree horse semen me. Yeah, I mean, human blood is da- is on the list, but uh, like horse semen is like one of the higher things. I think like there. caviar, like Russian beluga caviar would be high up on there, but that's not really a liquid, I suppose, is it? No, it's, it's a little bit liquidy. You know your caviar, don't you? It. You're quite, you are quite the foodie. I'm not really that. Have much you ever tasted the uh, pedigree horse semen? <laughs> oh, yeah. it probably tastes a lot like caviar. It's a, del- it's a delicacy. It's like this salty, horrible mess. <laughs> you like scoop some up, you put it on a cracker. You're like, mmm, <laughs> delicious. No, no, no. It'll be served in like a little tiny glass thimble, you know, on like a big plate, you know, in a restaurant. <laughs> oh, It'll God. be like a, a course. Because in really, really posh restaurants, you have oh. like seven or eight courses, and they're all like a little, like, sauce. <laughs> the horse semen course. Green foam. Yeah, you know, you'll have a horse is, demon. Is that after the main course? Human blood is one of them. Or 
printer ink. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> printer ink is printer ink. That's probably the dessert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very expensive stuff. It's exclusive. Oh, hello. I'm Tina Barrett, formerly of S Club Seven. I still have yet to release my my debut solo album because it's not really going very well. But um, in the meanwhile, I like to listen to the Yogpod. Oh, it's it's really good. Oh, Lewis and Simon are really amazing. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I don't know why I said goodbye there. <laughs> I, just, I just felt like it was polite. Recently, though, like, I was talking about this to Hannah, like, um, it's actually cheaper to buy a new printer than it is to buy a printer ink cartridge sometimes. Because, obviously, these printers are, like, on offer and they come with a few free ink cartridges. Yeah. Um, Isn't that ridiculous? So, lots of people, like, I have about three printers, just the old printers in the garage, from where I actually went into the shop to buy an ink cartridge and found that the printer and an ink cartridge was actually cheaper. It's got to be bad for the Um, environment, though, isn't it? People just keep buying printers yeah. all the time. Well, maybe we should like do something with them. I don't know, like open a print shop or something. But then again, you just need more ink for that, so you'd have to buy more printers. <laughs> I don't know what you'd be able to you do. Just end up with like infinite <laughs> printers. <laughs> Christ! Oh my god! So going off a bit of a tangent here, um, I was in a shopping centre in mm. Reading with Hannah. And we were walking around, mm. and um, why were you? Why were you with Hannah? Obviously, we were like, trying to kill was some time. Was it just time. the two of you? Yeah, yeah, just the two of us. What are you doing with? Why are you hanging out with Hannah alone? Anyway, why was we're, trying to kill some, we're trying to kill understand. some. We're trying to kill some time, and um, before okay. the evening. And what were you going to do in the evening? Going to some of these like what were you... shops. What's going on, Lewis? <laughs> Nothing, Tony. Don't read anything into this. Just. A... Totally normal. Look, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is, we were going into all these shops, like the Swarovski crystal shop, just looking at stuff and blah blah blah. All these little fancy shops. Crystal shops. Oh, it's quite a good little gift shop to buy stuff. My mum likes these little crystal hedgehogs and things. Anyway, we went into the Disney shop, right? Okay, which I haven't been into, I don't think ever. Um, and I was like. As soon as I, I, what did you, what would you expect to find in the Disney store, Simon? Like lots of cuddly toys of uh, Tigger. Exactly. Um, That's what I was expecting to find. Shit, basically. Just little toys, little princess carriages, stuff like that. You know, that's what I thought would be in there. Mm. Do you know what was but actually in there? Twilight merchandise. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was in pretty much every other shop ever. Um... What was in the Disney shop was racks and racks of kids' underwear. Oh. With, like, Disney stuff on them. And they were so many. They were, like, you could buy literally... Ed- it was girl underwear. Like thongs. It was, no, it was, like, little girls, like, one-piece bikini thing. Not bikini. One-piece, like, um, swimming costume thing. That's a bit thing. weird. And it was... Uh, there were so many of them that I just felt really, really uncomfortable. If I was in there on my own, as like a mid-twenties boy, man, like single man, I think I would have been like arrested or something. Because a boy man. <laughs> you couldn't turn around without seeing some sort of children's lingerie. Lingerie? It was weird. 
like Winnie the Pooh on the front or something. Man, it was re- you'd have to have, you'd have to go in there. Actually, I wouldn't recommend it. I'd probably never see you again. You'd be on like the child sex offenders register or something. But oh, God. good God, it was terrible. I I suggest no one ever go in the Disney store unless you want to dress your three-year-old girl up in some sort. Yeah, of I mean the thing is we've got we've got listeners who have children. I'm sure they're like, what's all the fuss about? Right. You know, I I often go into the Disney shop and I buy my. My young daughter some pants. <laughs> it's where you get most of your kids' clothing from, apparently. Well, no, but it wasn't clothing. It was only underwear and, like, swimming costumes. I don't know whether we went in, like, a really specific branch of the Disney store. Well, it is clothing. But there wasn't any, fair. like, jumpers or, or jeans. Nothing like that, you know? It was all undergarments. Just pants. Just knickers yeah. and pants. Well, that's... That was a bit weird. That was a weird. <laughs> I just thought I had to I don't tell know why you that. felt the need to share that. I thought I had to tell you well, that. Well, thanks. Though. If any of our yognauts go into it, see like a Disney shop, you know, don't feel the need to go in there because it's just. Do you reckon like you go into certain shops when you're a certain age, though, with your certain like you know family, like Quadrant? Have you ever been in Quadrant? I've never heard of Quadrant in my life. It's like a. Um, I think it's like a chain. It might not be a chain though. It's like a. Sort of slightly elderly people shop and furniture and blinds. It's a bit like Debenhams. So they sell old people there. <laughs> no, but my nan loves it. So I think the clothing is like slightly aimed towards the older lady. They sell lady. faggots. Oh, lovely faggots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Bless her. <laughs> lovely meaty gravy. Mmm. Yum, yum. I'm an old man, and I've fallen over. I can't get up, but it's all right, because I've got me iPod, and I'm listening to the Yogpod. Oh, me back. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty funny. That was very funny. So, Gary Coleman... Poor old Gary Coleman has died. What you talking about, Lewis? Oh, Gary. Hello. How are you doing, man? I thought you were dead. Oh, God. I am dead. I'm a ghost. Hello? (laughs) You'll have to explain to me um, what you're really famous for. I'm famous for being a dwarf. Like everyone on the fucking yog pod. <laughs> oh, God. Hello, Louis. <laughs> I'm Gary Coleman. <laughs> Did you make a um a lean, mean grilling machine? Is that what you're famous for? That's George Foreman. Oh. Yeah, Louis, get it right. Sorry. Jeez. I thought that was you, for some reason. I think the only thing Gary Coleman made was the headlines when he died. <laughs> <laughs> is he actually a, a dwarf? Um, no, he's he's got... He's basically a babby. He's a grown man, but he's a babby forever. Oh, he's like a, um... There's a name for it. So he did have some sort of congenital disease, though, which caused, which stunted his growth. Yeah, stunted. So he's only about That's what it's called. Stun- stuntedness. So he is actually a dwarf. Oh, my God. Everyone on this fucking show is a dwarf. What the hell? I'm a dwarf. Find... <laughs> I 
<laughs> a ghost tour. Ooh. So, um, tell me, tell me about, you know, your 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 life, Gary. I'm more interested in my death. <laughs> I'm Gary Coleman. Oh God, he was in um. He's got a strange he was actually voice. Actually, in Avenue Q. Have you seen Avenue Q? Oh, the internet is for porn. That one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very famous. It's like it uses Muppets, doesn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. Is that right? I don't know what it's like yeah. on Broadway. Does it actually use Broadway? Does it use Muppets on Broadway as well? I assume it does. Yeah. As part of the, the cast. So, what was Gary Coleman? Well, we could we could ask. Well, we could ask him, but I don't think he knows. Oh, hang on! I don't think he actually was in there. I think he was parodied. Oh. In it, but he gave Brilliant. permission apparently. That's very um, good of him. I mean, of course, he didn't have he to. He was considered to play the role, but he decided. Oh, hang on! No, in 2005, Coleman announced his intention to sue Avenue Q for their depiction of him. Oh, he he gave his permission, did he? That's why <laughs> he, he was suing them. <laughs> so hang on, he was he was going to sue them, and then he died. Hmm. No, no, no. He decided suspicious. not to sue them. I think. I think they must have paid him off oh, or something. He decided to die instead. No, 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 that was like ten years, five years ago, wasn't it? Do you expect me to sue? No, Gary Coleman, I expect you to die. Oh, no. Apparently he fell and hit his head, and that's what what killed him. Oh. Gary. That's unfortunate. He would have thought, because he's so short, that, you know, he wouldn't... His head wouldn't have fallen that far down. Yeah. (laughs) So it wouldn't have hurt him so much, but... But alas, no... That's a bit sad, isn't it? I don't think that's very funny. I don't give a shit. Who gives a fucking shit about Gary Coleman, anyway? I literally do not care if he lives or dies. That's not very nice, Simon. Sorry, Gary Coleman, with your strange (laughs) fucking voice. (laughs) Ghost Gary Coleman. What the hell? Ghost Gary Coleman. So, Ghost Gary Coleman, what's, what's the ghost world like? It's like the living world, only it's shadowy and silver. Do you... have you met any other ghosts? Um, I met Michael Jackson's ghost. Right, how was he? He touched me! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God! I don't get it, because Gary Coleman, you're you're like 40 years old or something. Why would (laughs) Michael Jackson want to touch you? I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Can you explain it to me, Lewis? I don't understand. Because of his childlike uh, qualities, I believe, Simon. His stature. His childlike stature. I don't think we need to explain that joke. Fuck me. That was very, very funny, though. I think we could have, like, scripted that. Oh, man. I did actually script that, just in case you were going to talk about Gary Coleman. (laughs) 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 Why Why are we talking about Gary fucking Coleman? Because you should celebrate these people's lives, you know. They're never going to do anything else. There's never going to be a remake of Different Strokes, is there, now? He's dead. Well, there might be. Like, Michael Bay might buy the rights It's like Jade Goody. She's gone. There's no more Jade Goody-related news. Oh, thank God. Doesn't Michael Bay basically do horrible, horrible, horrible films? Yeah, but... I mean, it would liven up Different Strokes, wouldn't it, if he did it? Actually, make it interesting. It's random explosions now and again. Gary Coleman. I like his ghost voice. So, Gary, is there any um, 
What's the, what's the news from the ghost world? I mean, why aren't you allowed to move on? Have you got some unfinished business or something? I really needed the toilet when I die. <laughs> right? So, how do we solve... I need to do a ghost poo. Right. How do we How do we get that organised? Is there some sort of a ghost toilet we can take your remains to in a sort of supernatural way and then, like, you know... Flushed them down the toilet. Yes. <laughs> I love Supernatural. They're always doing some bullshit like that, aren't they? You know, it's, they have to find the remains. Yeah. There's always some bit of the remains that's left over and they have to, like, fucking burn it or something. I don't know. Jesus Christ. And they always, like, burn it, like, on a light. burn and salt like the bodies, little... Lewis. Get yeah, it salt right. the bodies. Sorry. Alright, so we're going to have to go on a road trip to... Maybe we could, like, combine... Burn and salt Gary Coleman's dead body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> we could collect some oil while we're there. Um, yeah, that's what we could burn him with. See, there is a use for it, after all. Yeah, a couple of buckets. He'll go up like a house on fire. Gary Coleman! Actually, he only needs, like, um... Half a bucket will probably do the job. It's only a small man. Because he's so small. Waste it. That's the joke. Warming and stuff. Economy. Hello. I am Her Royal Highness, Queen Elizabeth II. And this York port is by royal appointment. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. One fancies a Jaffa cake. Right, so a lot of people have mentioned actually that we didn't do a challenge. Um, oh, your thirtieth anniversary mistake, spectacular, spectacular! Don't worry, we didn't forget about it. Some people did some excellent treasure hunting videos and um, and photos. Nothing there. Who was that? That was Robin, wasn't it? It's the lovely Robin. Yeah. Nothing there. Nothing there. That's lovely. Was someone convinced that? Kid brother to like, um, I thought that was his son. I don't think so. You can it check them all out at yogscast.com. Yeah, we post them on the, on the site, so you have to you might have to scroll down a bit through a lot of bum fluff, like the meeting Warwick Davis and stuff, which was amazing. God, and the Star Trek Photoshop, yeah, well. yeah, the Star Trek Photoshop. Lots of people have been sending in <laughs> lots of good stuff. Uh, so we need a new challenge. What's the, mm-hmm. what's the challenge going to be this time? What's the challenge? We haven't really thought about this, have we? I had an Shit. idea. Uh, I had an idea. Oh, God. Um, well, my Uncle Dan... Right, just prepare yourself for an anecdote here. My Uncle Dan, who's not oh, really fuck. my uncle... <laughs> he lives in Canada. Okay. And he is... Uh, it's a nice chap. Bit weird and eccentric. He likes to build airfix models of, like, planes and things. Of course he does. Which is like a forgotten art, really, isn't it? It's like before like consoles you know the generation before computer games kids played with airfix models you know yeah it's like the the sort of people who i mean if you've ever painted like a warhammer model you're almost there you're almost at airfix what do you you get like a cardboard box full of plastic bits of yeah really cheap looking plastic trays with like you have to break off bits of plastic yeah and then stick them together with super glue pretty much 
or clip them together. And they fit together in a sort of 3D jigsaw into like a an aeroplane, you know, like a Spitfire or something. That's sort of the classic one. I Sorry, I, I, we have to explain this because a lot of people won't know what the fuck Airfix is, you know. Um, anyway, my uncle Dan built the world's smallest... Oh, shit, I'm going to have to find it. It's just so fucking stupid. Is he in the Guinness Book of Records? Because this is what it sounds like. He tried to submit it to the Guinness Book of Records, but they, they turned him down. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It was so... You'll agree with me. Uninteresting. <laughs> <laughs> ah, here we are, yes. Okay. He has built... Okay, get this. The world's smallest cross-sectional airliner model. Of a Vickers Vanguard plane, right? A Vickers Vanguard plane. Okay, it's motorised. He's got little motors in it. Oh. And oh, just read, just look at this video. How big is it? It's not very big. It's like, well, the thing is, this is, we can't actually show people on audio this I'll link it. plane. So I'll link it when the iPod comes out. No, you have to, we have to describe it. Can though. you describe this then? So it's 1 to 144th scale. Yep, yep. So it's 144 oh times smaller than a real plane. And he... Uh... So it doesn't fly around. It just It's just on a stick. It's a tiny plastic plane on a stick. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got all these seats inside. It's got flashing lights over it. The things are moving around. What are they called? The engine things. Propellers. Propellers, that's it, yeah. Propellers, yeah. Props. Mad props. To your uncle, who's not really your uncle, for for coming up with this, that's fascinating. So he made this basically from like an airfix model, but he cut away the sides and oh. he made all the seats individually by like snapping off little bits of plastic and like super gluing. One hundred and eight seats. Each seat is made up of seven parts. Holy shit! And paint is in three Effort. colors. Oh my god. Just out of interest, is he married? No. <laughs> no. No, of course he's not. Oh, God. He lives by himself. Anyway, my uncle He's got, like, an attic plane. or something completely devoted to um, his airfix models, his collection of toys. Yeah. He's probably got, like, some Look trains. Look at the comments. Model trains as well. <laughs> Look at the comments and read the, co- the first comment. This was a joy to watch. In 1980, I flew on Europe Aero Services, a V952FBVUY, and most of the AC cabin was still intact, including the bulkhead decorations and the laminated maple leaf designs in the washroom doors. I must say the Vanguard was a rumbling giant. In cruise, you could feel vibration waves travelling down that long fuselage. Still, I am pleased to have had had the experience. Oh my god. Isn't that a wonderful comment? Anyway, I want people to watch this video, oh leave god. comments. Nice comments. No Lol. horrible comments. Alright? I'm going to be furious if people like start insulting my uncle. He's a nice man. Your nephew is a fag. Always be nice to me. <laughs> Do not write that. Um, he's a lovely man. I want everyone to watch this video, leave nice comments, and I think yes. the challenge should be... You have to create a little model. Make a plane, yes. Mm-hmm. Make a plane out of, like... Toilet roll? Household rubbish. Sticky back plastic. Blue Peter style. 
Yogpod Airlines. Yogpod Airlines plane. We want plane. a little plane. Yeah, that's exactly what we want. If me and Lewis get shrunk down and we're like tiny little people the size of a pinhead, then we want like a special plane so that we can travel around the living room. Yeah. <laughs> the living room of Yogpod Towers where we live together. And I want you to I want you to make a ideally <laughs> I want you to make a video of it against like a blue towel background like this one is and put it on YouTube and say it's the world's like smallest Yogpod plane or the world's like do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then apply and to Guinness, Guinness records. records. <laughs> <laughs> um like my uncle. I'd love did. that, wouldn't I? can't they? believe he contacted Ginsburg. He was really disappointed as well. And I was like, well, it's a it's a bit of a specific yeah. category for a world record, isn't oh. it? World's smallest motorised cutaway airliner. Poor man. Yeah. And they said no, anyway. we've got to draw the line somewhere. I mean we've got we got a man who eats baked beans with a fucking cocktail <laughs> stick. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. But your your stuff, your little Yogpod airliner? No, we're not allowing it. So that. that's the challenge this week. Make a Blue Peter style Yogpod plane. Videos are best, but um, but but pictures are amazing too. Pictures would be fantastic too, and we'll put them all on the site. And the best one? What does the best one win? Um, I don't know. Does anyone ever win anything from these things? You say that they'll win, but they don't actually ever receive anything. <laughs> glory, you'll win glory. And a mention on the Ogpod. And the best one wins. All right. And that's worth it. Uh, so who won one. the last one, by the way? Who won the Who won the hole digging? Oh God. Nothing there. Robin's legs win. Yeah, that was that cheered me and Simon up immensely. There's nothing pervy about it. <laughs> okay, well there is. There is a little bit, but no, no, no. The one with the kid in was awesome, and the 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 guys who used awesome. like fireworks. It's pretty cool. The fireworks are awesome. Those ki- those guys who like basically dug a trench, like a tight, massive time team trench in their garden. I could just see their mother's face just being furious with them afterwards. Like your mother was furious um, when you and your dad dug a hole. She was not best pleased. <laughs> you better fill that back up. Dear, this is from Rick Wright. That's a good name. Uh, dear Simon. I stumbled across this gem with my mates the other day. Hello. And uh, he's linked me to a Facebook page. Even though you stabbed my nan, you're still the one for me. <laughs> oh my god. This is dedicated to my baby boy. Although he broke my heart by stabbing my nan, I still forgive him and I'm willing to give him one more chance. That's lovely. <laughs> P.S. I was walking through Boots the other day and they had a display of toaster bags. I thought Simon was just spouting retarded bullshit like usual, but the advert genuinely showed a woman cooking salmon and shit in them. Mental. Thanks, Rick. Thanks <laughs> that's a lot. Good, that's a good email. I just found that Facebook group and I liked it. Uh, Jake Railton. Hello, Simon and Lewis. I am a person who listens to your show for fun and joy. I was just wondering if you had ever had a Jaffa cake that has had its chocolate topping melted. If not, you should try it. Hmm. Sent from my Jaffa cake. His eye Jaffa. <laughs> the eye Jaffa. It's like a phone <laughs> shaped like a Jaffa cake. Well, I guess it's the only time I idea. have melty chocolate Jaffa cakes is if I have a hot drink and I dunk them in briefly because the, the sponge disintegrates. So you've got to be careful when you do that. Yep, you have. Jesse Green writes, Dear Simon and Fraught Lewis. Fraught with peril. <laughs> Dear Simon and Lewis, just thought I would show you this. He sent a picture in of when he searched in 
uh, iTunes for Yogpod. It said, did you mean Godpod? Then buggers must be copycats, he says. We're bigger than Jesus at the Yogpod. I think we probably have more more views than Jesus. Than, more people listen to the Yogpod than have read the Bible. Yeah. I'm willing to say that. Michael Langdon has written in. He says, about a week ago I saw Warwick Davis in Wimbledon. Concerned for Simon's clear derangement after he went missing, I chased after him with a paper bag. But the police got involved and it all went a bit wrong from there. Just wanted to say I'm here to help and together we'll find him, catch him and bring him home soon. This is all a bit late now because we've, we've met Warwick. We've seen that he's okay. He's safe. He put his arm around me. He helped me get up off the floor where I was kneeling down. That picture when he just looked, that look of concern on Warwick Davis's face. <laughs> I know. It's unbelievable. He was terrified that you'd injured something. It's like... Tom Hinsley writes, Dear Simon, my friends and I have been loyal Yogpod listeners for a while and are friends with you on Facebook. After quoting Simon's impression of Warwick Davis, our friend Sam asked what we were talking about. We told him to check out the Yogpod. He came to school and said, very funny, you tried to make me listen to a podcast about monster trucks. <laughs> Turns out he had heard the beginning of one podcast where you pretend to talk about monster trucks and it fooled him. What an idiot. Needless to say, we laughed at him for ten minutes. <laughs> uh, I should hope so too. Oh man, what an idiot. <laughs> oh, th- well, maybe I'm just very convincing. Maybe that's it. Maybe I should give myself props and not this. This young gentleman. What was his name? This foolish Sam. young chap. Sam. The, the, the people who write in were Tom, John, Matt, Alex and Dave. You're an idiot, Sam. But we love you anyway. Not in that way. This is Michael McDonald and I listen to the Yogpod all day. So that's all from the Yogpod this week. Thank you very much for listening and I hope you enjoyed yourself and didn't gain any strange looks from people on your local public transport. Who's the executive producer this week, Simon? Um, the executive producer is Thomas Mermelum. He is a man. Okay. And he donated £50 to us. Let's see, where is he from? He's from... Horderland. Hang on. I'm sure I'm sure we've already been through this. I'm sure Thomas Mermelum's already been. Horderland, I remember that. Haven't you got, like, a list of who's been executive producers before? It's your one job. This is your one job to do with the organisation of the Yogpod. It was Yogpod 30B, second part, in which it was um, Magnus Tenman, was executive producer. And he's from Norway, and he's from the county of Hordaland. And this week it's Thomas Mermelom. And he's from Norway, from the county of Hordaland. I don't know whether they know each other, whether they're mates or what. They must do. They must be pals. So this is the confusion. Because I knew Hordaland was familiar. So like 90% of our donations so far have come from Hordaland. Hordaland. <laughs> Basically Hordaland own the Yogpod now. <laughs> it's like a foreign-owned company. We're Norwegian. We're going to have to... Uh have to talk about Norwegian topics, yeah. like reindeer and stuff, I oh, guess. God. <laughs> what? Like reindeer news. It's like a little segment. Reindeer news! 
This just in, there's a reindeer outside. He's terribly lonely and he, he needs a home. If you could find a home. I don't really have them as reindeer. Right in to the yog pot today. People only in Scandinavia need to apply. Um, good. Well, thank you, uh, Thomas Mermelom and Michael Beck and Magnus Ten Man EP. Thomas thank Mermelom you, Thomas EP. Mermelom. Uh, and all those guys. And thank you, good. Carlos Larios, again for donating. And we will but see you next time. How much money do you think Carlos has given us? It's like, it's all of his pocket money he must be giving us. <laughs> He's only nine years old. <laughs> I suppose it's just Carlos' mum who's really keeping us going then, in that case. Her stolen credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Larios. Thank you, Mrs. Larios.